right. We're back. Mondays. We're doing the Hans Command thing. Last week we talked about being an elder, how to be an elder, who to be an elder for, the challenge uh, it is to become an elder, especially this day and age. We also talked about why to be an el elder, the benefits. Yes. And we talked about 10 ways or 10 characteristics, 10 ways that you could show up as an elder. And uh, yeah, in the coming weeks, what we want to do is go into each one and explore each of the topics, each of those 10, maybe 11, maybe 12, maybe 13 topics. And uh, the first one, and we'll talk about this today, is so how to be an elder, be an ancestor worth coming from. Be an ancestor worth coming from. What does that mean, Michael Sky? What does that mean to you? I am not sure where I heard this phrase for the first time. It might have been uh, from Stephen Jenkins, worth a, worth a Google search for those of you who don't know who he is. Um, he put out a documentary called uh, Grief Walker, and he does uh, grief work, basically. And he has spent many, many hours with people about ready to die, you know? Mm. And he talks about, um, you know, their experience and um, so many people he would say are qualify not as elders, only as olders, you know? Mm. You got older and you basically just uh, live for yourself, live a comfortable life. And um, I believe it was him I heard the phrase, be an ancestor worth coming from. And there's a quality of honor even in that, that calling. Um, it's something like leaving a legacy you know, a lot of a lot of men when they get uh, maybe past 40 or so start thinking more about what legacy am I going to leave behind and uh, I like this more than leaving a legacy because leaving a legacy is about you you know mm -hmm. it's about how you'll be remembered and this is similar but I think it places more emphasis on your future generations and not mm. yourself, mm. you know? Like thinking about them in the future, will they have you to look up to and to want to, to be like? Um, yeah, so what makes you an ancestor mm. worth coming from? What was his name? Steve? Stephen Jenkins. Stephen Jenkins, okay. Yes. And the documentary series, or documentary was called Grief Walker. Mm. Um, be an ancestor worth coming from. So, you know, an ancestor I look back to in my past, who I revere, um, his name was Abraham Hunsaker. And uh, yeah, there's several epic, you know, there's several stories of epic heroic uh, journeys he went on, treks he made, things he did. Um, 
taking his country into the, the wilderness, into Indian territory to settle taking in his Utah. Country. Sorry? Oh, you said taking, taking his, his Taking country, his family his across family, the country yeah. um, into the Wild West to settle in a new land. Mm. Also, um, several generations before him, the ancestors who, who first crossed the Atlantic um, to make a new home in the new world. And these are, these are things that, um, yeah, changed, like it changes where I grew up, where I was born. Mm. Um, it kind of changes everything. It what? gives it give all of their uh, future generations, let's say, a, a better place to live, a better place to grow up in. And I think a mark of, of being an ancestor worth coming from is making some kind of epic kind of sacrifice for your future generations. Like it's not all about you, it's you really did work with them in your heart to, um, to take care of those future generations. We're having trouble connecting here, but do you, do you revere him because of what he accomplished? Do you revere him because of what he accomplished or because you could see the sacrifice he made? Both. Both are, uh, I think both are important, you know, the victory as well as the sacrifice. I mean, you, you would speak, you could speak in a certain way about an ancestor who won a battle on the battlefield, right? And he was, he was there, you know, and they, they were victorious. But you could also speak about him epically if he gave up his life on the battlefield, you know, defending his homeland, protecting his family from the invaders. Um, and he sacrificed his life right um, there's more of a sense of pride in the victory there's more of a sense of honor in the mm. in the sacrifice mm. and so what was his sacrifice of Abram Hunsaker well and it doesn't have to be just a sacrifice either for the honor but there's basically a stand that they make right uh -huh something they face and a stand that they make and um yeah crossing crossing the wild west uh on foot and um with covered wagon you know with your family and the trials and tribulations of that and the conflicts with the native americans and the um, walking across you know the sur just surviving through these winters in the, in the northern um, American territories with your family and you know they were going on a on a trek to find to find a new homeland um, you know and he's leading his family there mm -hmm. leading his children he's he's the one you know like they're all depending on him he also uh, joined the Mormon battalion and um, I think this is the first, perhaps only other real army in, in America, in, you know, in the United States, besides the United States uh, military. Uh, 
the Mormons actually formed their own army back in the day. And uh, he, yeah, he was called to join that and he joined that and, and uh, they walked on foot from, I don't know if it was from Utah or from like back in Illinois all the way to uh, the coast, the Pacific coast. Mm. They were there at the start of the gold rush and then I believe they walked all the way back. It was something like the longest march, the longest military march ever uh, in American history. Mm. And um, so there's kind of a victory, right? There's the great things that they accomplished, mm. and then there's also the sacrifices they made. He also served a mission. I think he went uh, back to Europe. Um, may have been where he found his first wife. I'm not sure. Um, he ended up having 52 kids and um, um, five wives. And there, there are stories of him. Is that a sacrifice, Michael Sky, to have five wives? It or is, Or is man. that something that gives you pride? Imagine the freedom <laughs> he gave up. Just imagine, Hans. Can you imagine? Yeah. The peace. Imagine the peace he sacrificed to have five wives. Um, but there's a, there's a part of Utah that he settled that's now named after him. And that's still where, you know, many of us come from. That's where my grandfather uh, comes from. That's near where my dad grew up. And it's where I ended up graduating uh, high school. So, um, so that's, you know, that's one thing, you know, how much are we thinking about our future generations? Mm. You know, how, how much what we're doing now is in the spirit of living a life that will inspire those future young men to want to be like us mm. Mm. and, and take on epic challenges and make epic sacrifices for our, for their future generations. Yes. Someone who stands out to me over the recent several years, five or six years or so, is uh, Jordan Peterson. He's, he's inspired many a man, actually. And um, I was watching a video of him yesterday, and he was being interviewed. It was kind of a hostile interview. And the woman was asking him, like, how much responsibility do you take for people who might interpret your words or your work in a bad way, mm. you know? And she was using the example of um, how Hitler uh, and, the, and the Nazis interpreted uh, Nietzsche's work in a way that he didn't intend. And so she's kind of using this real dark example, like there, there are men or the alt-right or whatever who might interpret Jordan Peterson's stuff in a really bad way and mm. Um, mm. and his response was something like as much responsibility as I possibly can like that's how much responsibility I take and he talks about carrying the heavy heaviest load that you can yes and there's a lot of honor in that you know I find it very inspiring take on the heaviest load that you can and, and you can look at him and what he's faced in his in his journey and that's inspiring to men you know because because what is he standing for and who is he standing for 
and uh, I, there's a lot of men out there who would, and young men who feel like he's standing up for me, you know, and the thousands, millions of other men, and but not just that, like he's standing for for Western civilization. He's standing that we have free speech. He's standing for freedom itself. He's, you know, you could go on and on about what you could see he's standing for, but. Although he is also making a lot of money and, and becoming quite successful doing what he's doing, um, it's hard to look at him and say, oh, he's, he's all about himself, you know? So the, he's making the kind of sacrifices that make other men want to make sacrifices. Mm. He's carrying the kind of load that make other men want to pick up and carry the load for their people. And I think that's one... I think that's one key um, so, so aspect of being an ancestor worth coming from. So would that aspect then be you asking yourself, how can I be a great ancestor? How can I be an ancestor worth coming from? Like to ask yourself that question instead of asking, uh, how can I get more happiness or more wealth? Or you know, to ask, how can I be an ancestor worth coming from? Yeah, and even more specifically in this, uh, in this way, what burden can I carry? What load mm. can I carry mm. that will inspire my future mm. generations, the young men around me, to also want to mm. carry a heavy load for their people, mm. you know, to want to set that example? Um, so there are some other things as well that I think we can look at. I think one, one thing we can say is, it's more of a, it's more of a what not to do, and it's, it's about being a man worthy of respect. And being a man worthy of respect to me means, you don't let people disrespect you. Right, so you don't let people push you around. You don't let people uh, um, soil your name. You don't let people talk bad about your people. And this is very much of a, a defensive thing, you know? Very much a thing of um, holding the line. Hold the line. Yes. <laughs> Not allowing the shaming and humiliation of yourself or your people. So this is another thing you can stand up for in the face of right um, I know as a, I know as a boy you know I watched the interactions I watched the conflicts between my mom and my dad and um, there were ways that I didn't want to be like my father and I wanted my father to stand up for himself more and the ways and some of the ways in which he didn't led me not to identify with him as much, you know, led me want to take a different path more. And I think every boy looks up to his father, looks up to his uncles, looks up to the men that are like the men in his world, and he wants them to stand up. You know, he wants them to not take shit. 
He doesn't want them to cower. He doesn't want them to compromise in the face of pressure, in the face of uh, uh, a woman who's shaming him, in the face of a boss who's asking things of him that that are uh, below his dignity. And so I would say another big aspect of this is being a warrior when it comes to no compromise and allowing no disrespect for yourself and your people. So we got asking the question, so how to be a, an ancestor worth coming from? Well, first of all, ask the question to yourself, how can I be an ancestor worth coming from? Um, then we talked about uh, how big of a burden can you carry as an inspiration also? Or, or a load. A load. Uh, it, by the way, it's, this is worth pointing out that, I mean, the, the word burden, it just sounds like suffering. But what, what may not be so obvious is that there's great honor in carrying the heavy load. There can be great honor. And physical, physical pain does not equal suffering. And, and I, would, I would say, like, suffering is on one side, honor is on the other. So you can carry the heavy load to get honor, or you can carry the heavy load and be suffering with the heavy load. But, um, so, carrying the heavy load for your people does not mean suffering. And, and the other question, right, could be, um, how can I... How can I guard the respect of me and my people? How can I not allow people to disrespect me and my people? This is less of a, this seems less important in the, the free world, so to speak, where we believe in free speech. Um, but the more that times get tough, or the more you live in a tribal society, it's even more important to um, to have self-respect and to have people respect your family. Um, yes. You know, a big part of like freedom, American freedom anyway, is I'll do whatever I want. I don't care how it, what kind of name it gives my family. I don't care what kind of, you know, uh, how people see me. I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, I wonder where I heard that. But if you're if you're taking into account your future generations, you know, all your relations, you might um, you might do some things differently. Another thing, Hans, I think another great thing is what great victory or victories could you attain that could give a name to your family, you mm -hmm. know? That, that could make your future sons and grandsons proud, you know? <laughs> my son, uh, you know, my, my grandfather won the Tour de France. I mean, like, how, how, how beautiful would that be, right? Um, Thinking of Troy as he goes into battle, you know? He says, oh, there's this, oh, no. There's this boy who asks, why do you do this, or... Say something like, "Well, you'll never be remembered." 
sister's little boy. Uh, Tell the account the full thing. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm making it short because I forgot the, the concrete thing, but it's Achilles who speaks, you know, that going into battle right now is, is really making sure you live forever, mm -hmm. you know? And, yes. Sacrificing his life to become an ancestor. Where yeah. Coming from. So we kind of have three things here. One is honor, two is respect, and the third is pride. Mm. For honor, you have you have uh, the risks that you take, the sacrifices you take, the stands that you make. Um, for respect, you have the ways that uh, you defend. Um, you don't let people shame you and your people, and you stand and you stand up to defend and protect that. And uh, the third is pride, and this has to do with victories and achievements. Um, yeah, that are going to inspire your future generations. Do you do you rate these as one is more is higher than the other? I think that honor is the most important. Uh -huh. I think so, honor is the most important. So the sacrifice would be the most important. And it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be the sacrifice. Uh -huh. But again, the the um, the stand that you make, right? But the, that's 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 way less, at least in society. Remember, because that's why I was pushing to ask you, what do you see? Abraham, Abraham, Hansaker uh -huh. was sacrificing, and it's way harder to to name it than the victories he got, for which you get pride and not so much honor. So imagine all those people who sacrificed, you know, and didn't get the victories, and they're not remembered. So I think that's very interesting, because what I'm hearing is. When I ask you about the sacrifice he made, it's almost like a, an assumption or a, a thinking exercise of you, and not you, we don't really know what people are sacrificing. So, well, again, honor's not just "quote unquote" sacrifice. Mm. You can definitely look at his life and and talk about the epic things that he faced. Mm. You know. Um, there's a there's a story that's often told about him losing a son, um, lost a son to the the Indians, and then went back looking for him for I don't know days, weeks, months, years, you know, mourning the loss of his son, and um, and then they actually they also adopted a Native American boy, um, so his his son was killed by the the Native Americans. And he also uh, adopted a Native American boy. So I, I think that, um, and even in the victories, there's honor in the victories because there's a lot you have to face, right? And there's stands you have to make to get the victory. So kind of honor underlies it all. There's a stand you have to make to stand up for respect mm -hmm. and self-respect. There's things you have to face and a stand you have to make. So for me, honor is kind of, uh, it's foundational to mm. all of those, mm. to those three things. 
And another thing we have as far as being an elder, which we'll talk about possibly tomorrow or in the coming days, is telling the stories to honor your ancestors. Telling the stories of honor, passing on these stories. Mm. is a, um, Because the overarching thing here is to be the elder, you know? Not just to be the ancestor worth coming from, right? But to be the elder. Mm. Um, so, but that would be a great, that would be a, a next topic, right? That would be the second one that we listed. Mm -hmm. So today, I, I think, let me just, I'm exploring, are there more than these things? I'm just kind of, we're just doing this conversation off the top of our head. But I think also of my uh, grandfather on my mom's side. One thing I remember about him is that, uh, and you could say it was a victory, but it was something he did for the whole family. And um, you could call it a sacrifice, you could call it a victory. Um, maybe there's another category for this. But he flew the entire family to Mexico for a family reunion. So this is children, their spouses, and their children, and him and his wife, a very large extended Mormon family, flew everyone to Mexico, paid for everyone's uh, return flights, uh, paid for everyone's room and board there, um, and made this like lasting memory happen for the family. So, this is, um, maybe this is a gift, maybe we could call mm -hmm. this a gift, maybe this is another category here, there's honor in it as well, um, it's, it's a gift that he gave to the family, mm -hmm. or, yeah. I'm looking at, uh, yeah, how to be an ancestor worth coming from, and I hear just integrating. I hear asking the question. I hear wondering what uh, load you can carry. I'm hearing uh, be a man worthy of respect. I hear getting great victories. Not just being a man worthy of respect, but actually defending the, the respect for yourself and your people. Uh -huh. Defending the respect for yourself and your people. And I hear epic victories, uh, always to be a great, to be an ancestor worth coming from. And then what you give. What you give. What you give. The giving that you can give to, yeah, to uh -huh. your people. It's five good explorations, five great ways that you can explore being a, an ancestor for, an ancestor worth coming from uh, as part of how to be an elder. Yes. And the last thing you said was, tell the stories. Yes. I, I'm just thinking of, well, telling the stories, I think, is uh, maybe in a different category. Yes. But um, another one might just be living the way you live your life as an example for your future generations. So I, th I think you can live a very humble life, you know. A humble life, like really conscious life, taking care of you and yours, um, making that stand every day to be a great man and to care for your mm -hmm. people. Um, and it's not like one epic thing, right? It's not like 
one epic victory or one great sacrifice or something mm -hmm. like this. But it is, I, th I think that is a, a very notable, remarkable thing, you know, that um, would inspire sons and grandsons and so on. Live as an example for the next generations. Yes, how you live day to day. Yes, yes, I like that. There's a, you know, Stephen Jenkins also talks about um, be an example in how you die, you know, like um, is death something that, you know, you've just not faced all your life and then in your last moments you're afraid and you're suffering and you are um, miserable like he talks about um, he talks he, he talks about yeah I'd really like to explore this more and go back into what he talks about because I feel there's something really powerful there Derrida wrote about the art of disappearing. Be an example, not just in how you live, but in how you die. And you can think of the samurai, for example, mm. right? They didn't just like live with honor, they died with honor. And uh, there's something really powerful in that. Well, death was one of the ways that they could reclaim their honor. Even if they haven't been honorable their whole life, in, in the way they died, say seppuku they could reclaim their honor yes so, yeah you could be warriors, living badly their, your whole life and then still reclaim your honor warriors from different uh, traditions talk about an honorable death you know wanting an honorable death and um yes there we have it hans you'll have to list those those five six ways of being a great uh, being an ancestor worth Coming from. coming from as a one of the ways to be an elder this so. is this is very much an exploration for us you know this is um, at one of my events back in 2007 there's a man who had spent a lot of time with like Native American peoples and he he told me one time he, he was at a Sundance or something with um, in, in uh, with Native Americans that they do every year and there's a lot of white people that go and participate in the Native American traditions. And he was talking to a Native American elder and he's like, why don't you white men go make your own traditions? You know, your own traditions of, of honor and your mm. whatever. And this man attended my event and he was like, you know, he was saying like, yeah, this is a way of doing it. Let's do it, you know, let's create our own traditions. A way of creating it. And this is another thing, actually, I think, uh, Hans, creating traditions for your, for your mm. people. This, is a, this would be a great legacy to leave, a great gift to leave behind for your people. Mm. If your people have lost those traditions, you know, of honor, um, of brotherhood, of elderhood, you could, you could be the one to restore mm. that lineage, to restore those traditions. Mm. I want you to send me that and I want to 
list it, explore it. Um, tomorrow, what are we talking about tomorrow? I have someone transcribing them, by the way. Okay, good. Tomorrow we will talk about, what was the second one? I'll have to... Uh... Was it telling stories? Honor thy elders. Honor thy elders. Reconnect the lineage of honor and tell the stories. Yes, yes. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Cool? Yes. See you again at 8.30 Medellin time.